Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How was that? I didn't hear it because your mic wasn't on, Momo. Oh. Well, Take it away, producer Lindsay. <laughs> Thanks, Momo. That's how I do the Chris Morales. I plug my nose. You I plug your nose. Yeah. I love I love Momos. And Beto's is, is funny, but yours is the best. So, okay. it's all right. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo <laughs> Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Listen to 90 minutes from wherever you are. And what you need to know today, this one's just for you, Momo, because okay. I know you love like the celeb gossip and stuff, oh, yeah. and I know that you love Adele. Oh, yeah. And Adele is feeling really lucky in love with her boyfriend, Rich Paul. That sounds like a song, Lucky in Love. Lucky yeah. in Love. I think yeah. it is a song. Is it? Yeah, I think so. So while gracing the cover of Elle's September issue, which came out yesterday, Adele opened up about falling in love. She said, quote, I've never been in love like this. I'm obsessed with him. Adele told Whoa. the magazine in the interview published yesterday. When asked by Elle if she would ever want to remarry, she said, yes, absolutely. She said, I definitely want more kids. Whoa. I'm a homemaker and I'm a matriarch and a stable life helps me with my music. So they also asked her about the engagement rumors and she laughed and she said, I'm not married. I'm not married, but I'm just so in love. I'm happy as I'll ever be. But I might as well be married. Whoa. So Adele is super happy in love, and that's what you need to know right now. Wow. I'm like a little, I'm actually a little nervous for her. Like, I'm happy for her, but I'm nervous for her because. Why? Because you know. So, Dino and Cap, Momo and Yates, what you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, kiddos. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, Lindsay. Thanks, exactly. Clinton. Super excited. <laughs> I only do that now just to make you mad. I know. No, it doesn't make me mad. All right. So, well, in case you guys didn't know, this is something you definitely do need to know, that Shohei Otani is not human. feels like every time Otani plays in a game these days, he's breaking some sort of crazy historic record. And he did once again last night. According to ESPN Stats and Info, the Angels' ace has recorded a monstrous 165 strikeouts in 20 starts this year. This places him third now in franchise history for mo- most strikeouts in 20 starts. And Nolan Ryan holds the top spots for having 211 Ks in 1977 and 182 Ks in 1973. So considering that Shohei Otani is a two-way player, the fact that he's able to play at this level and just oh. like pitch at this level is insane. We we're just talking about a hitting record that he broke last week, and now he's breaking pitching records. It's just crazy to see. And I guess what you need to know is that you need to get out to uh, Angels Ballpark and check out Shohei Otani next time he's pitching. Beto I, says he we're going to make a road trip out there and go go see them go see him play. Have you ever been to Angel Stadium? I've been there a couple yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. I used to cover them all the time. Right. I used, it was so far. So I have a question for you based on what happened in the Angels game yesterday. Okay. Did you watch that game? Did you see that no. rundown situation that turned into a mess? I love that you think I would watch the Angels. Game I mean, you might have seen the rundown because it okay. was that ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, okay. Let me um, ask you. And this is very yeah. deep baseball yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah. Talk. But for me, former ball player, I coach baseball yeah. as well. Rundowns that get above two throws yes. are simply bad rundowns. Okay. You run you throw ahead of the runner, you run the runner back, and when that runner makes a play into the base, then you throw it, and if you don't get him, you don't get him. Yeah. That's that's what I was taught. And the the Angels ran a play where the catcher so yeah. ball gets rocketed to second base, guy throws the ball home, the catcher with the runner halfway down the bag, I mean halfway down the line, 
runs him back a little bit, but the third baseman leaves the bag to come down the line. Catcher throws it, mm-hmm. rotates out, pitcher fell down and wasn't covering the plate. So he just ran to a free base and scored a run that took the lead in the ninth inning. I'm of the opinion that that doesn't happen if you run that runner back to the bag, which is what I taught and taught and I like most about rundowns. What are your thoughts on rundown strategy? Um, there was We had one rule, is that... When you get the ball, you don't pump fake. You, you don't do all that stuff. You hold the ball up and you sprint. Thank you. Okay, so we're on the same. All you got to do is sprint at the runner as fast as you can. We're on the same you don't page. you don't pump fake. You don't do tricky you hold stuff. Hold it up and you go one. Hold it up. If you go, we're yeah, on the same and page. don't let go of the ball until so told by the other that's right. teammates. Okay, we're that's on the right. same page. That's all. I just wanted to clear that up. Yeah, frustrating. Um, and on by the, the way, question. Um, every time I watch him, I think about Lisa Fernandez, who is. For my money, the greatest softball player in the history of softball. Um, there was actually another um, another softball player at UCLA who like was sort of like the Lisa Junior. Her name was Rachel Garcia. She just got done playing at UCLA. Um, Lisa was the best hitter and the best pitcher. Mm. And it's in softball, this actually happens a lot. Right. You have like a great hitter, great pitcher, and you can be too. You can be good at both skills. Um, Baseball doesn't happen as much, mostly because you sort of have to specialize in it. But most, Clinton, you grew up playing baseball. Like most really good pitchers, also were really good hitters. Typically, all the way up until, until high school, point. yeah. Typically, you become an upperclassman. You're a two way yep. player, and if you don't specialize, but the specialization thing has changed a lot yep. in the last fifteen years. That's kind of the whole issue with what is happening in youth baseball. But you're right. Uh, at the lower levels of the game, and I'm not referring to softball, I mean yeah. baseball, at the lower levels of the game, this happens all the time. However, that's the whole thing. It doesn't happen in the big leagues. And it hasn't happened for 100-odd years. And so for Shohei to be doing this, it really, it really is quite remarkable. And I almost think, I'll say this, Linz, I'll go so far as to say that Shohei Otani's career in Anaheim has been a bigger waste than Mike Trout's. I really actually believe oh, that. Oh, wow. I, I really actually believe I that. I kind of agree because so. he's so, so much more of a spectacle at this point. Yes, he's a bigger star, yeah. flatly. You know? Like, I saw people legit crying when I went there on Shohei Otani wow. bobblehead night. Crying, just like when he goes up to the plate because they're so excited to see him, which that's amazing. Like, I haven't seen that ever happen, I've like, told, in a baseball game. I've told this story a million times. Denver All-Star Game. He was facing off in the first round of the home run derby against Juan Soto. He got eliminated half the park left. In the home run derby. Wow. It was nuts. I was like, wow, that's all you guys came to see? This is literally the all-star game. What is going on? It was wild. Otani to me is, uh, like what I told you, the the basis for me of like somebody who's really famous or enough to have a docuseries. Oh, yeah. Could they credibly host Saturday Night Live? Yes, he could. He could. I, mean, I, mean, I don't know what kind of personality he has. He's, but he can host it because he's a big enough star. Right. Absolutely. He's a big enough star. Absolutely. He's amazing. And right. by the way, what you need to know, brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, kiddos, like Clinton would say. <laughs> Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Okay. Thank you. So we have a couple, we have a couple of lifestyle questions right. that we need to get to, which okay. is, so my building has a couple hot tubs on the roof. And there's some like- A etiquette. couple of hot tubs. How many do you need? There's two. Right. Well, this is okay. part of it. Mm. And- you know, when you go up there, it's kind of like a lot of people get in. You don't necessarily talk to the people in the hot. They're big. They're like, you know, yeah. they're not intimate at all. They're large. So you could probably put 15 of mm-hmm. people in there without any sort of question. But I saw a very odd thing the other day when I was up there not in the hot tub, which was a group of people uh. <laughs> wearing robes like what? outside of their apartments on the roof. Before they got into the hot tub, and I was, I was like, I, this, 
I wasn't really sure how to react to that. Do you think they're all that. like from the Scott Kaplan? I was just going <laughs> to ask that. Were, were they seven ten ESPN <laughs> robes? No, like they weren't. Robes? But I, it, it occurred to me. I was like, this is not a public hot tub. It's certainly not private because anybody who lives there can access, yeah. access it. But there was something I, I don't know that I felt violated by seeing somebody's robe, but or jealous. They had a swimsuit on, but yeah, no, it wasn't even about that. But I, I, it had never occurred to me to wear a robe to the roof, and it seemed I was like, I don't really know if I like this or not, and I can't decide if I should now get a robe because oftentimes so. my concern when I get out of that thing is yeah. that I'm a little too cold. But it never occurred to me to wear a robe outside of what my own home. What do you normally home. do when you walk there? Do you have I just clothes put my clothes on? back on and put a oh. towel around my waist. You know what I'm saying? I have like a hoodie. I think you know. the robe is designed for exactly this yes. purpose. Do people, yes. but this is what I'm saying. Is this, I mean, do you bring a robe to the beach? Like, yeah, no, I mean, but no. that's different. Okay. Because to me, a robe is like a stand-in for a towel. It's yeah. like a better towel. Right. But you use the robe inside of your home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very rarely do you see people rocking robes at anything even quasi-public. Okay. I, I was going to say, I think that I, like in my apartment where it's set up, yeah. we have two hot tubs. Maybe the bigger ones, you might call it like a whirlpool, you know? Sure. And the smaller one is literally right outside my apartment. I go out the door and I walk maybe 150 feet and it's right there. So I'm not going to get all dressed and put my clothes back on, take my whatever. So like, I, but I also am not going to walk around at night because I go in the hot tub when it's cold out too in just my swimsuit. So I've worn a robe to, for that little walk over yeah. to the hot tub okay. because it's just, I also think it's a do. way of covering yourself. Yeah. It's no, a way yeah. Of like I, I'm not, I'm not saying discretion. it was bad. I oh, just. Yeah. It never occurred to me. That so you the feel robe, like the robe is a in your own house kind of. I don't know that my mind can't be changed on this. I had just literally never seen anybody walking down the hallway of my apartment with a robe on. So I was not a big robe person until I had kids. Okay. Okay. And the robe is very functional because yes, it has pockets. Right. True. Where, like, if you're at the beach, I would argue that a robe is a more functional piece of clothing than a towel. At this point, think about it. My point is, I might have to get me a couple. Robe robes. is kind of like a towel, and it has pockets. Yeah, I think it depends on the robe, right? Yeah, because I've there's especially for women, yeah. there's like little robe cover ups when you're on a bathing suit, yeah. right? The little kimono. This was not that. This was like I know, a, but this is like a, like a Terry like, This like was like a in the house huge, robe. Yeah. yeah. See, no, like, and not, it wasn't I'm a in, towel either. That was the other thing. They, she had a towel yeah, as well. Like they all had I, towels. I feel like the 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 robe that I'm thinking is like the Hugh Hefner robe kind of thing that they had going on. So for me, like that's not the type of robe I would wear out of that. The but robe caught me off guard. There's just a there's different types of robes for different types of occasions, and I feel like there is a simpler version of the Hugh Hefner robe that you can use. The hotel robe is probably the best example for yeah. it. I need to steal yeah. a hotel robe. No, you don't. What? You need like the waffle type. Um, yes, that's the towel. hotel robe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, All the hotels that I go one. to when I travel, they know to have one of those there. Yeah, same. Yeah. They put you know, it on the bed. Two things, Clinton. I um, yes. I was gonna say, a, it's like a spa thing. You know, like when yeah, women go, right. like if you go to like, a women spa, do. Though. But if you go to like like the Omni Spa or like yeah. Versa Spa, you wear it around the whole place. Where you go down, yeah. you get your little <laughs> they the get water you slippers cooler. in a row. Right. I get yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. That's Cucumber a spa water. though. But it, but part of it is outside. They have like yeah. a little whirlpool area outside. I get this. I'm not saying anything is wrong with this. I'm just saying. You need saying, to change your mind. I, I, I live in this building. I had yeah. never seen people walking around in robes, and it was just a little surprising. I mean, they were doing some stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. I, say, I mean, I would say robe needs to be over a swimsuit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, There's weren't. no like walking around in a robe just to like walk around in a robe. That's weird. That's <laughs> my, like Kaplan. My, my roommate yeah. does that all the time. She, so I was going to tell you, Clinton, when I was in Vegas, 
my friend, um, he wanted to do something nice for me because he he was snoring so loud the whole time that oh, like he felt bad. So he, he was should. like he he got me like a he booked a me robe? a uh, he he bought me a robe. No joke, he bought me a robe from the gift shop and he booked me a massage because he's like I felt really bad. And it's like a men's it's a big men's robe that's like one of the towel ones, like a terry cloth robe that they had in the hotel that they they had at like the MGM. It was the Park MGM. And I was just like, thank you so much. And I didn't want to be like, no, because he's trying to do it to be nice. I'm, so I didn't want to be like, no, I don't want it, but it's all yours if you want it. I just, I don't you know. You can have my robe. Hold on. Kaplan, I don't know why he's tweeting us when he's on vacay, but yo, Clint Yates, I will get you an ESPN Los Angeles I don't robe. want an ESPN Los Angeles <laughs> robe, okay? I know that they're all piled up in the back room. I, I respect that. <laughs> I respect that. My only thing was I just never seen robes in like public public but i guess it's not really that public i was kind of shocked that's all do you have a lot of people at your apartment complex at airbnb because i no. have some at mine and i feel like those touristy, at my apartment it's illegal in mine too but people still do it so right. i'm just gonna say i feel like a lot of those people are the ones that wear robes because they feel like oh i'm on vacation i'm gonna do something a little different or weird whatever you know it was weird i was yeah. like why are you wearing a robe and i was like oh right you uh, okay mm. i guess what, you know yeah. it was oddball because mm. i'd walked right out of my door and the three people in robes walking by I was like, <laughs> oh, that's weird so anyway all right I, I, I'm, I'm over the robes i might get a robe just needed to hash that out. Now I was going to say, you can have mine. It's no, brand I, new. Still got tags on them. I'll get my own. <laughs> say the big CY on the back. All right. Coming up next, who at your work do you care about their opinion? Like, I, while I'm oh. here with you right now, Clinton, I care. Oh, well, we've had this discussion. When I go this. back home to my husband and kids, I'll, I'll still care a little. Okay. <laughs> but there's some people I care a lot. Really? When we come back, I'll tell you next. Momo, CY, interested on cap, ESPN LA. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, coming back with Russell Westbrook's favorite. I went to a family reunion this weekend. Yeah. This album was playing a lot. It was great. I, I surprised my family. They didn't know I was coming. Pulled up and they were all like, you what know are the you truth doing is, What's up? I like almost everything Beyonce does. Mm-hmm. If this wasn't Beyonce, I don't know that I would listen to it. That's fair. I mean, you know, do you know what I'm people, saying? Is this the greatest I, song? No, but I think a lot of what she was trying to do was introduce people to house music, which is very much a part yeah, yeah. of the community. You know, the, listen, that's right. The black queer community that invented house music is one that is very much underrated and undersold mm-hmm. in terms of who they are as creators. And I think she was trying to show a lot of love in that regard. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with that. Yeah, it's true. 
All right. We had a good story to talk about. Uh, Jessica Mendoza was talking about this on the Buster Only podcast, but my former teammate. I, that yes, was a super yes. name drop, but I can really say I that. saw Jess at the All-Star game. Probably yeah. going to see Jess in Williamsport. Williamsport. She, Is she going to be in Williamsport? Oh, yeah. She's always there. She's there. She yeah, there. Little yeah. League World Series. Right. Are you going to that? Yeah. I'm you going to ESPN Social? Going Thursday. No. I'm going to uh, write a story about the international teams that oh. are there because they were not international teams there last year. Oh, that's right. It yeah, was it all was, American. It was, it was 16 American teams. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good story. Look yeah. at you writing. Thank you. Doing my best. Um, so Jessica had a good story on the Buster Only podcast about Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts. Mm-hmm. And she said that Mookie Betts has started to learn a lot from Freddie Freeman. That Freddie, when he does batting practice, a lot of times guys get out there and they're using batting practice to show off for the fans who get their early, like, let's see how many home runs I can hit. And Freddie's like, nope, you know what I do? I hit a bunch of weak ground balls to one side of the infield because that's what I'm working on. Whatever I'm working on with my approach at the plate, that's what I do in batting practice. I'm not going to worry about who's watching or the need to show off. Yeah. And Mookie's like, that's a really good idea. I think I need to do that. I, and like, these are the Dodgers, $300 million man and $180 million man or whatever Freddie's making. But I like that. The two superstars on the team yeah. learning from each other. Impressing each other. I'm a little surprised though that Mookie Train- doesn't use spring training to work on stuff. I mean, not spring training, batting practice batting to work practice. on stuff. But fair enough. But it's like a good approach. So my question is, who at work, who at ESPN, or even just in the work universe, do you care enough about their opinion to like learn from, study, shout them out in a in an article? If somebody was like asking you about your career, who do you care about? Quite a few. And who have I, you learned from? Quite a few. I mean, and I'll describe this more generally because I don't really have the time to name all these people. But okay. like, this is what me and my friends refer to as the program. Like, you know, on your way up through what we do, yeah. we all talk to each other and make sure yeah. that everybody's got things in line for the next step. And we all sort of bounce things off of each other. Now, who's a part of the program? My friends call me the head of the program because I do this kind of stuff. I yeah. reach out and make sure that everybody who I feel is worth the time right. gets the time. You know what I mean? And so whether or not they work at this particular radio station, whether or not they work at you know, the Undefeated where I used to work at, whether or not they work at the TV side. I think that this is vital to being able to do anything right, especially because you know there's so many backstabbers and there's so many people that want to see other people fail in this business. If you can't at least have a friend in each space that you work at, you're probably not going to be very good at your job. So um, I think in terms of learning from former like from other reporters okay right um some of it is learning some of it is just like day to day how do i do my job um i tend to work better in teams in a group when i like i do a lot of stories where i co-write with somebody and if i don't co-write with somebody i'm talking to my editor like four times a day okay if i'm doing this radio show i'm calling Lindsay. i'm calling laura i'm I'm on the group text sending Mm -hmm. texts because i tend to do better when i feel like we're doing something together rather than lone wolf my time to shine Okay. Right? And there's people who just work differently. Like Rob Palenka is in his agency was better as a lone wolf, better running his own agency right. than being part of, part of a, a giant. One. He was part of um, Arn Tellum's agency for a long time. Um, but I tend to like do better. So I work pretty well with Woj. I tend to like feel like I know that when I call him, even if he's on vacation, like if he's at Disneyland – he, he literally was at Disneyland last week, and I was like, hey, guess what? I just talked to so-and-so. I got a person to name on this, by the right? way. Right? Yeah. And you got to call somebody. So I tend to work really well with other reporters. And, and if and if I don't – but what happens is you work well with certain people, and then there's other people who don't work well with you. 
and once somebody burns me, then I don't work well with him anymore. Right. But generally speaking, I, I think that he's your guy. Yep. Yeah, for right now, he is. Yeah. So one before of pe- that, I've had other people I've co-written with. One of the people that comes to mind is actually somebody I don't work with, and this is why we sort of do well together. Is my man Jake Mint. He runs Cespedes BBQ, which is the yep. baseball site or the baseball yep. tweet uh, feed, and he works for Fox. And so, great example of this. This year, he went to the Field of Dreams game. And last year, I had gone to the Field of Dreams game. So he was like, listen, I'm going. What's the lay? And I was like, here's the deal. And when he got there, he had a completely different story set, obviously, than I did. But at the time, he was like, I'm really glad I knew X, Y, and Z, because otherwise, I would have wasted a bunch of time doing a bunch of other things that weren't really necessary Mm -hmm. that I could have figured out by looking at once instead of five times trying to figure out what I was actually looking at. So I think there's a lot of that in it for me, because I get around to do a lot of things, probably even just one time, that a lot of other people might do for the first time. So I try Mm -hmm. to share that knowledge. That, to me, not dissimilar to, let's just say, Freddie Freeman. That's what the fun part is. Writing the stories is one thing. Going to the events is another. But being able to talk about the experience with your peers, I mean, that's what we do when we're not doing the actual working. So you don't know this about me yet, Clinton, but I have watched every episode of every season of the show Survivor. Okay. And one of my... I've learned a lot about life from Survivor. <laughs> okay. One of the things that I think is, is like, it's a variation of things we talk about in sports all the time. But generally speaking, people will get on the different tribes. Okay. And at some point, somebody will be like the leader of the tribe or they think they're in charge. They think they're the one telling everyone, hey, we're going to vote off that guy. And they're like rallying everyone together. And they think they're the puppet master. <laughs> and the second they get that edit, the second you know they're you gone. Know they're gone. Yeah. Because one of the first rules of Survivor is never think that you have figured out Survivor. Never think that you're running the game. Would you ever go on Survivor? Um, My answer before kids was yes. Yeah, that ship has sailed. But I feel like it'd just be too long to be away. Okay. Yeah, like I, it's like a. In theory, you would. In theory, I would do it. Okay. Um, I used to like to camp more. Now I'm a little bit bougie. You don't like our idea of Camp Seven Ten? Not to re- rehash this. You were gone. No. You don't hear this. You don't. You don't want to go overnight. No. And do, you don't I think. Capture the flag? Actually, I think my answer is hell no. Oh wow. Okay. As a former camp counselor, that is that is a vote across party lines. Just so you know, Ramona, because it all was the day other... camp, <laughs> not sleepaway camp. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I don't. You know what? There was a point. There was a time in my life where I could share rooms with people, where I would live in a house with other people, um, and that time is over. Wow. Okay. No. Now it's just my family, maybe a really good girlfriend, and even that, even that, I kind of want my own room. I'm too. I'm grown. Okay. Mm-hmm. My All last right. spring training trip that kind of did it for me. Oh, really? I yeah. remember that. Yeah. Dude, my did friend, you bunk with friends? Yeah. Well, like I wanted my own room. I'm like, look, I'm seven months pregnant. I am yeah, you weren't up even all drinking. night. Yeah. I'm not drinking. You, you guys are all with somebody else in yeah, there. Yeah, well, my my really good friend and I have been going to spring training basically every year for the right. past ten years, and we always stay together. and And the last couple of years we didn't go because of COVID, so it was the first time in a couple of years. Uh, I said, and she time. was like, "Oh, we got to go," and I was like, "No, dude, I'm gonna I'm I want my own room. Like, I want to." And then she like talked me into it, like old time sake. Don't worry, I don't care if you get up to have to pee in the middle of the night. Blah blah <laughs> oh, blah, that's dude. I did not remember her snoring like this. <laughs> and I was like, middle of the night, and I was like, this is why I need my own room. I love you. We are friends. That's on you, I though. You shouldn't, have, you shouldn't have caved. 
I shouldn't have caved. I know. That's why, like, next time this happens, you got to, like... You should have voted her off. You thought you were the leader of the group. No, I did not think I was the leader. <laughs> I did not. But this is, like, in, in Survivor, you never think you've made it, okay? Because the second you think you've made it, that's when you're about to get voted off. And I think about that all the time. Your real friends are the ones who tell you the truth. Yeah. They're your real friends are the ones who tell you, hey, you are totally full of it right now. You are ridiculous right now. You need to do this. Like, and, and, and sometimes people tell you that, and they're wrong. And I'll know they're wrong, but sometimes they'll tell you that and they're right. And if nothing else, if they think that, somebody else might think it, so you can at least address yourself, even if yeah. they're wrong. You know, so that's because I point. talk to myself all the time. Yeah, like I, I usually that. know. You've, you've you've demonstrated today that you're a big time overthinker. <laughs> big time overthinker, very self critical, very self aware. Well, not always self aware. I I wouldn't go that far. Okay. <laughs> I'm very self-aware. I'm not an overthinker. And That's I'm not, the cancer thing. I'm not yeah, that, that is. I'm not that. I'm not that self-critical either. Yeah. No, I definitely. I definitely talk to myself. Like I definitely will address myself in the first person or third person. I see. Yeah. Like, but today Ramona, you had a good day. Today you did. Today you did well. Room five, hot. Not sorry. Cool mom's room. Cool mom's. <laughs> Someone's gonna <laughs> well, say that's hot probably another text I was chain. like, I was like, yeah, I don't think that's what it is. Um, you did well with that today. Yeah. That's good. Teamwork, right? Yeah. Also, I think the second kid has really pushed me over the edge here where I'm like, you know what? I don't care. It's okay. That's it's fair. all going to be good. They're all That's happy fair. and we can't be perfect and it's just going to be what it is and everybody will sort of have fun mostly. Right. No, right? Trusting people at work is uh, half the reason why work is fun. Yeah. You know what though? We're watching Mina Kimes and all these other people have to do a fantasy football draft together at work on this air. Great. I would have so many enemies by the time this was done. I know you would. I mean, this was just... this. I mean, this is a long time to spend with anybody. Never mind with... Five cameras right in your face. So I have a general rule that, you know, on as much as your fantasy team is very important to you. Oh, no. Fantasy is pointless. Your fantasy team is not important or interesting to anybody else. There's a, and there yet, are, there are certain exceptions. We've been watching this entire show. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I think that this is designed to draw Hey, tell me about in. your bad beat in poker. Nope. No. that's that's. Tell me about your bad beat in fantasy last nobody week. Nobody cares nope, about that. Nope. Nobody cares. Um, Field did this the right way, by the way. He's wearing a T-shirt. Everybody yeah. else is dressed like their own. Field does a lot of things the right way. Yes, Field we like Yates. Field. We like, I like Field. Him. My cousin Field. He's not really my cousin. Uh, Clinton. Yes. We have been talking so much about what LeBron James wants for the rest of his career. We finally might be figuring out what Bronny James might want for the rest of his career. We come That's from Clinton Yates. I'm Ramona Shelburne. In for Sedano Cap, ESPN LA. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sedano and Cap, Momo and Yates. It's time for Big Deal or No Deal. Take it away, Lindsay. 
Thanks, Clinton. So well, let me do it. Ramona I can't style. believe I got dragged into this. Thanks, Clinton. <laughs> That's what Ramona sounds like when she does it. Her Morales impression. <laughs> Thanks, Clinton. That was way too high. This <laughs> is absurd. All what right, have we so got? WWE announced today that it set a company record last week for the most WrestleMania tickets sold in the first 24 hours of availability. More than 90,000 tickets were sold for WrestleMania 39 when, after they went on sale last Friday. Of course, WrestleMania 39 is going to be held next year at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood. And, of course, it's also going to be a two-day event spanning April 1st and 2nd, and that's 2023. So this is a crazy demand for WrestleMania. I know it's always a big attraction for wrestling fans, but it's kind of the first time, I feel like, since COVID really, you know... Got sure. out of got out of the woods. We'll just say post pandemic. Post pandemic, it's not really post pandemic. Correct. Yeah, that you know the wrestling fans have come you know out in full force in such a way. So I want to know: is this crazy demand for the tickets a big deal or no deal, Clinton? Yeah, it's a big deal. WWE is at a transition point in its existence. McMahon is on the way out, that being Vince. It's still a very popular event and promotion, as it's technically called, not a sport. And and I'm not like arguing about that. I'm just trying to be correct in my verbiage. Yeah, huge deal. I mean, WWE is extremely popular and for good reason. And they're actually, you know, listen, is that wrestling promotion always going to have its issues in terms of representation and all this other stuff? Sure. But where the WWE is in terms of what it looks like in the ring versus what the fans look like in the country is probably better than it's ever been. And so when people are willing to show up to support it, yeah, huge deal for me. You ever been to WrestleMania? I've not been to WrestleMania. I would go to WrestleMania. What wrestling events have you been to? Zero. WWE. Really? I've what? been. Well, that's not true. I might have gone to one wrestling event when I was like ten years old. Okay. You know what I mean? But I'm not. As a grown adult, I have yet to go to a major wrestling function. So I went to a Monday Night Raw here when it was Staples Center. I didn't. I, this is back before like I got into any wrestling, and I was like, I don't understand. You didn't this. really. You were there didn't for the spectacle. It. And there, like Daniel Bryan was like, yes, yes, and I was like, Nev, what are they, Nevin? What are they doing? He's Those just were the saying glory yes. Days. <laughs> like that's his thing. He's like, yeah, that's like his thing. It's awesome. And I was like, what? All he does is say yes, yes. So like, wait, is, is never a WWE fan? Oh yeah, huge. oh that's amazing has, to know. Like, I found out that we have the Peacock Network because he. I was like, yeah, oh, we have Peacock. He's yeah. like, yeah, I watched WWE. WWE. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I didn't realize that we were paying five ninety nine a month for that or whatever, right? Um, but. Uh, he is really interesting. I kind of got into it through Nev. I don't have to like watch through my husband. I don't have to watch all the events with him. That's like kind of his deal. Right. But um, I got I went to a few events because of Ronda Rousey. So okay. I was I was kind of like the Ronda Rousey person towards that. the end of her MMA career, um, and then she transitioned to WWE. And because I had a relationship, like a like I just covered her for a lot of things. Um, she and I did a story together when she like join WWE. So I went to the Royal Rumble when it was in Philadelphia. Um that was fun. And That's then I tight. went to WrestleMania in New Orleans. Wow. New Orleans and WrestleMania were something else. That's, that's Can you imagine scene. the type of characters you see walking through the French Quarter for WrestleMania? I mean, I like wrestling. I like <laughs> WWE. I would yeah. gla- anybody out yeah. there want to invite the big CY to a yeah. WWE I event. Can, I go to them all the time. I yeah. will go. 
I've gone to the last. I went to one in Vegas a couple weeks ago. I'm not took going home my to souvenir Vegas for chair. That. I'm not going. Well, to Vegas they're for that. going to be here before WrestleMania, yeah. and I am going to WrestleMania, trying to get Sedano and Cap both to go. But I usually, you know, I've asked the last three times they've been here, and the only person that would go with me was Taylor. So <laughs> next one. Next one. Okay. I think you were working that night, Laura. That's why you couldn't go. I think the thing with wrestling is it's sort of like our love for Cobra Kai. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you're goofy. either in or you're not. Don't get like, me wrong. I like, I mean, we can get into this a little bit. I like wrestling better because yeah. it's scripted. Like, I mean, it's, it's the fun part like is finding, fun, yeah, the fun part is finding out the story. Like, there's no, there's no world in which I'm too good for wrestling. I've just never been. That's right. all. I watch it on TV. Yeah. You know, oh, you do no watch it on yeah. TV. Okay. So you're I watch on the it. big ones. I watch SummerSlam. I watch Royal Rumble. Okay. I watch WrestleMania for sure. Yeah. My man Benito, Bad Bunny was out there jumping around, kicking people in the face a couple of WrestleManias ago. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know I what's going was, on to I a certain I think I was like almost. Famous, almost famous when I went to Royal Rumble. Okay, okay. not really famous, but for like the real. So there had been rumors about Ronda Rousey joining WWE for a while, but I kind of was like behind the scenes of how they had to. They they sort of had to smuggle her in there. Like she was like she was so a, big, yeah, yeah. She was such a big star, but wrestling fans are so passionate that they like you know how the NBA fans track private planes and see where they're flying from, that. and that's when they find out who's like who's getting traded, yeah, who's getting traded, or when free agents, or coaches getting hired, coaches getting hired. It's like that level with wrestling fans, and so people were like on the lookout for Ronda Rousey at that at that Royal Rumble, and. She, I think she was flying in from uh, maybe it was like Miami or something like that. She had to like go not directly from where she was coming from. They like had her land at a different airport. They had her at a wow. hotel under a different name. Throwing off the scent. They had to do all these things to like disguise this. And then before the Royal Rumble, she was like out in the trailer, and they had to make sure nobody saw her out in the trailer wow. the whole time. And they and they brought me in, and I said, and I was like waiting, and I was just like a guest of the, you know, like hey. I'm just at the event and I said to them I go listen you don't realize like I am a fish out of water here and people know that I did stories on Ronda right and if so they, if they see you me, they're gonna assume she's there guess who saw me I don't know Ariel Helwani I was just Whoa! gonna say I always see him I no! saw him last time in Vegas Ariel no! saw and I said you have to sit me where I cannot be on camera if somebody sees me on camera they're gonna realize Ronda's here yeah because there's no other reason I would be here in Philadelphia at Royal not, not a, no, no. I'm not saying I'm so important I'm no, just saying I am uh, okay. going to be associated with this and I'm gonna blow your surprise that's a quality and they were flex. like we're not gonna like worry about it like you're on the other side you won't be on camera and then there was there was the, these um, twins I feel like there was the it was a it was a female match and there was like the twins I don't know their name the Bella twins yeah yeah that was their last I, I think so last big pay per view <laughs> and they came over to the side of the ring where I was sitting where I wasn't supposed to be in camera and oh, somebody no. spot it was Ariel who has a huge following yeah that's what he and did like for tweeted a while. it some ways and it was like the secret was out and oh. I I kind of was part of blowing you the secret. botched it yeah I mean it wasn't my fault it was on no, them I warned them wow don't that's feel funny. bad Ramona because as a, a wrestling fan yeah we knew. You knew, right? Knew. It was kind of out. 100% right? knew. And everybody kind of knew when she was coming back after having the baby, right? The Royal Rumble is the best time for people to like yeah. come yeah, back or debut. Yeah, that's a great debut. surprise yeah. debut situation because yeah. yeah. you're in and out. It's a whole thing. Yeah. I like Mysterioso. Ray, Ray. Ray Mysterio? Mysterio. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. great. He's, his son's wrestling too now. Yeah. Like a little tag team going on. Yeah, he's really Ray good. Mysterio's got to be the oldest active wrestler Yeah, he was roster. awesome. Charlotte Flair. I like, I like Charlotte. Oh, I like her. She's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, she's pretty good. Um, What's hey. next? Is that, was that, hold on. Was that it? 
Was that what you need to know? Yeah. No, no that was big deal. That was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost my stuff in the wrestling no, it's talk. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, we could talk okay. wrestling for hours, Momo. Yeah. All right. There's a whole show of that on this network. Good so, karma. Good karma wrestling. Yeah, they they put a, it out. It's yeah. a good show. All right. So Boston Red Sox Hall of Famer David Ortiz was asked about the 80 game suspension given to Fernando Tatis Jr. Of course, for his PED use, and much like Tatis's dad, Ortiz doesn't think that the punishment fits the crime. Tetis Sr. said, quote, to destroy the image of a player for such a small thing, for a situation like this, it's a it's a catastrophe, not just for my son, but for all of baseball. There's oh. millions of fans that will stop watching baseball. And then today, Ortiz, who's a fellow Dominican, agreed that MLB didn't handle the suspension of Tetis correctly, what? telling MLB insider Hector Gomez, quote, MLB needs to have some regulations before they make public news like the one that happened to Tatis Jr. I think that they haven't handled this situation the right way. We can't kill our product. We're talking about an amazing player here. Mm. Pretty surprising quote from David Ortiz. Not surprising. Not surprising. So (laughs) is it a big deal, Momo? Yeah, I think it's a big deal. Look, I'm always surprised... At people who have been in the other on the other side of the media, especially in a major market like Boston, who don't get what the media does. Yeah, they clearly have not paid attention to like what the, the job you is. You don't understand what we actually do. Right. Like, there's people who, like, if you, I'll be on our station and I'll be talking about the Lakers, especially when they have, like, let's say they're not good, and people are like, "Why are you such a hater?" And I'm like, "I'm not a hater. They're just it's my yeah. job to talk about it and analyze don't get and me report about this." Like, yeah. Trust me, but I understand that because those are fans who don't quite understand my role as a journalist. Like they don't, my my role is not to be a cheerleader or say anything about. It's like to call it like I see it or to report on the situation. David Ortiz was covered by the Boston media. He should know what the media does. Like it's our job to report on it. We're not supposed to like pull any. We're job like you can't just announce well, he's suspended for eighty games without providing any answers. It's not hockey where they say you have a lower body injury and provide no further details. I think this is a big deal because it also shows us. <laughs> I mean, David, what happened in your career, yeah, player? That's like right. you know what I mean. That's mm-hmm. he's kind of opened himself up to a weird mm-hmm. level of criticism that's what there. I'm, thinking. That I'm not really sure I understand why he would yeah. bother to even mention that. I mean, he's right. It is a disaster for the game. Yeah. Why the personal responsibility of Fernando Tatis Jr. Right. is paramount to the responsibility of MLB to let somebody get away with breaking the rules. I This is a fundamental misunderstanding about what not just the media's purposes, but Major League Baseball's is as well. So, like, should they have let him go? I mean, like, oh, I'm sorry, it's, it's too big of a star? I, I don't really know what he's... What he's it, what sounds, he's it is bad for the game, there. but that's kind of yeah. on him, not it on baseball. It sounds like that's what, I, that's what I took away from it. He, it seems like he's implying that they should have just kind of covered it up because he's such a big rising star in the game that it would hurt the game so much if it came out. That's what I think he was implying. Uh, I mean, over the, over they're supposed to lie and say he got some other injury? Or right. Like, you know, do you want to cover it up with that? I don't know. Yeah, that elbow's still not healing, right? Right. That would have been weird. Very weird. <laughs> Weird for sure. Yeah. Um, hey, guess what? What's up? We always talk about LeBron James, right? We always oh, talk the about double tease. How, yeah, I know. Well, we <laughs> it's this okay. went long. It's okay. It I'm went messing. long. I'm messing with you because Ramona has been very excellent at the teases today. I just wanted everybody to know that. Yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm five stars. Still, it's like an extended tease. It's Extendo sort of like bubble clip. gum. Extend It's like bubble gum when you uh, stretch it out. I don't like do taffy. That. I don't do that. How about taffy? I don't, it's have, like when, I don't have four-year-olds. <laughs> it's like when Sedano and Kevin are here. Yeah, I was going to say. This is what Ramona Sedano was doing the whole morning at her pool. <laughs> Very on brand. With, playing with candy uh, with children. They're not listening to us. Um, Sorry. <laughs> it's a report about where Bronny James might want to go when he gets done playing at Sierra Canyon, and it's not the NBA. That's... Clinton. <laughs> I'm Clinton Yates. Clinton Yates. She's Ramona Selburn. Thanks. It's Sedano and Cap. I forgot our names. I forgot our names. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ooh, what is this? I don't know. What is this? Is this one of the most influential TV shows of all time? This is it? date in 1999. Can you name the music yet? Oh yeah, no, I know it now. There I'll, it is. I just realized that I'm I getting often, nervous just hearing it. I'll, I realized that I often get this show and The Weakest Link confused. Oh yeah, that's okay. that's what happened. I was Who like, Wants I, to Be a Millionaire in 1999 debuted. I feel like it became such a cultural phenomenon that it it became part of our lexicon. Like, yeah. oh, I'm your phone a friend. Yeah, who's your phone? Yeah, friend? or your your lifeline. Yeah, who's your yeah. lifeline? You got a li- you get a lifeline. Those terms did not exist until one of the greatest game shows in the history of the United States of America, and it was so popular. It was very popular overseas too. It, isn't it still? Isn't it still on? Probably. I yeah. Yeah. I still so think the, I still think like the weakest link was yeah. better, but there were there were similar similar yeah. veins. You know what I mean? There was no real was Reed the first host? The yeah, late great? he was here. So it started in the UK. I think it aired for oh, like it started two years. in the UK. Yep. Okay, and then when they brought it here, Regis was the first host. Which there's actually a really interesting uh, documentary. Not uh, a documentary, but a narrative <laughs> podcast. I'm sure yeah. there is a documentary. That's, will be kind of like a narrative doc, podcast. Is kind of like a documentary. Yeah. So there's a really good narrative podcast. It was an NPR episode yeah. um, about a, how they cheated. Like a guy cheated for back really? when he was in the, in the UK. How he cheated to win a million dollars, and it's crazy how, how he, he did it. He had this whole method with like his brother that was sitting in the audience uh, with sneezes and coughs oh, to like give the him the answers. Yeah. Yeah. And they found really? out. Huh? Yeah, there was this big investigation. Oh, sure. and they found out that he was cheating, and they he had to give the money back. And also, who's it hurting though? Like, think about that. He's yeah, just what's a, a good game dollars. show if somebody's not trying to cheat? That's true. Yeah. I mean, I like, like when the Astros did that, it hurt baseball and the yeah, Dodgers, and story. the you know, it hurt like the credibility of the game. But like somebody cheats on who wants to win a millionaire? Like, who's that hurting? Sorry, he I gets a million dollars. What? Point. Sorry, I just got really excited because I was trying to get the tickets for this LAFC game and they weren't working. And now uh, they're working, yeah. so now they're working. Didn't mean to derail the segment. So I'm you got tickets for both of us? No, I only got one. <laughs> Beto only found one. So what do you want me to do? I, I didn't yeah. hear you complaining. I, no, no, no. It's I complain. I, I want to go home. Like I'm old now. I, I complained. Go I'm going to the stadium. No, I can probably. They're get also one playing Mario. DC United, so like you know, no, you're good. Exactly. I can probably shoot Mario text, but I, I don't okay. look cute to go out today. I mean, I'm not. You look all right. I look like a gremlin. Add like to like well, did you work all night? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was like kind of wear your dress down day, you know, for us. Girls. I'm in shorts and a Vince Scully t-shirt. Yeah. I, mean, I wanted to come so exactly like in sweats <laughs> and a t-shirt. And I was like, I should probably put on jeans. So that's as much as I went. I really don't wear shorts anywhere except I for don't. around the house. But I just did today because we finished up the pool party with the toddlers. And I had like an hour to hang out with the baby. And then all of a sudden, I heard helicopters by my house. And we get a lot of fires out there. Okay. So I heard helicopters, and I looked online, and there was a fire on the 118. I live off the 118 freeway. That's a dad. And I was like, oh, I better go, because I don't want to be late. Because like once there's a fire up there, the freeway gets shut down. It, yeah. it could be like, a, and I didn't know exactly where it was. So I was like, I better go, because if I don't leave right now, I'm going to get stuck in it. Okay. So that's why I'm in shorts and a t-shirt. Beto's, got, Beto's going on the, I'll walk you into the suite plan. So that's that's how that's going to work. I hate I think it'll work. Oh, it, it works. It works. I it just works. hate doing things. You just got to like act like you belong. Oh, I do belong yeah. here. It's fine. I mean, yeah. listen, people know who I am. I just yeah. hate doing stuff. Honestly, suites are never full anyway. No, yeah. like, no offense, but like, I've gotten regular tickets no, and just Everybody gotten, walks. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I just, yeah. you know, anyway. It is the radio, our suite, you know, for the radio stations. I yeah. thought it was, 
Jacob and Ronnie's suite. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking it was like uh, a Laker Jacob. situation. No, it's not. I just wanted to say that. Sorry. I didn't mean to get all distracted. It's okay. Anyway. Hey, uh, we've been talking about LeBron James wanting to play. LeBron James. La- <laughs> wanting to play with his son, Bronny James, at some point in his career, which yeah. would have to be at least two years from now. Okay. Because Bronny is still at Sierra Canyon. Right. And if... Bronny is good enough to be in the NBA. LeBron would like to play with him. And I thought that is a wonderful goal for a father. Washington Wizards, come on down. But I have yet to hear anything from Bronny. Like, does Bronny think that's fun? <laughs> that's a good question. Because, I, I mean, I like to do things with my dad. He's yeah. like a fun guy. But, like, maybe <laughs> debut in the NBA? I'm a I don't fun know. Guy. Um, I'm a fun guy. <laughs> uh, according to On3 Sports' Jamie Shaw, Okay. Oregon has emerged as the favorite for Bronny James in terms of recruiting. The uh, Bronny is ranked as the number 38 overall prospect in his class and the number seven combo guard. He's in the class of 2023. Um, but there was a sense that he might be able to go to the NBA straight from high school because the rules are changing. I don't know how changing. that really was, though, but from a talent level. But, but every year that goes by is another year LeBron would be playing in the NBA because he's like theoretically waiting for him. I guess he could retire and sit out until LeBron gets there. Come back, yeah. Come back. This, Maybe is why I I said, would... this is why I mentioned the Washington Wizards. They're the one team that would try to find a way to get LeBron in. And you think they're the one the team? Kid. I, who, I, what team would create that kind of a circus that actually is any good? There's not a ton. And there's not a ton that I think LeBron well, would LeBron go to. Well, if LeBron is still a Laker, if LeBron is a Laker and he's under contract for this year, he can do an extension anytime between now and June 30th. Think I think he's going to wait. You think the Lakers would do that? They had Shaq's kid on their summer league team. Summer league. They had Scottie Pippen's kid. kid on their summer. I mean, Shaq's at least not on the team league. though. Shaq's not on the team. I know, Scottie but he's Pippen's a Laker legend. He's got a doors. statue out front. That's true. I just feel that that's... Hey, Scotty Pippen's kid on the team. That's kind of a... That's a little bit of a poverty franchise move if you're, like, angling <laughs> to get LeBron and his kid. that That's very sort of Minute Bowl, Muggsy Bogues kind of operation oh, to okay. me. To me. That seems a little bit... But, look, like, I think Bronny's going to be good. I, okay. I know... I know, look, he's the number seven combo guard in his class. They don't make up those rankings. They don't add points. Like, this... No, he's quite not quite Arch Manning, who's the, like, number one quarterback in this year's class going to Texas. Allegedly. I think he's good. A lot of people... Have you seen him play football? No, I have, have not. Have you talked I'm, to anybody who scouts football? Oh, no, I haven't. There's a, there's a thought that if his name wasn't Manning, that he might oh. not be playing anywhere, and that's why he's going Look to Texas. Look at you pouring cold water on I'm this. just saying, that's why he's going to Texas in a relevant football program. Just letting you know. Yeah, Texas, Texas has a been, football program, but they're te- not as good Texas as lost to Kansas last year. You know how I know? I was I at the game. It was ridiculous. Anyway, I have no idea why you would be at that game. I was doing it. It's all. Oh, is that that? that yes, uh, Heisman okay. House. Yeah, yes. Heisman House. Okay, exactly. that was good. Yeah, it was cool. But I, Bronny doesn't really do interviews, okay? They, no, I've no, I, I don't and, know the sound of Bronny's him, voice, to be right honest. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, we see him all. The, he's got like more Instagram followers than any of us combined, right. okay? Um, and he's definitely, I think they're making a documentary, Lindsay, about um, them at Sierra Canyon. I think there's like two documentaries at Documentary least. Documentary oh, yeah. Um I live up by Sierra Canyon, yeah. so I've been out there and watched him play. I saw him when he was a freshman. I thought, mm, I don't know, not like surefire NBA kid. Um, but he was a freshman, and now I see highlights of him. I'm like, oh, he looks like he can play. Well, he just banged on he that got... kid from France the other night. That was an incredible yeah. dunk. Did you see that? He went. Yeah, Skip Bayless didn't think it was that great. Skip Bayless, that guy. Anyway, that was the thing. Don't today. get me started. I Did you see that going that. around on the yes, interwebs? I saw that going on the, around on the bird. Skip Bayless is a chump. Anyway, well, you can quote me on. You that. know what's fun though? You know what's fun? Like you could almost write the the troll jokes yourself. Yeah. Like you could almost be like LeBron. Like this was almost a reverse troll because he was he was sort of complimenting his dad. 
No, it was. He it was, was like a your dad would have dunked it with a left hand. It was a generational diss, is what it was, because that's all Skip Bayless had. But he was complimenting LeBron. He was like, LeBron would have dunked it with his left hand, and normally he's like taking shots. But with But then if he said LeBron is doing this against French players, why can't he do it against anybody in the NBA yeah, in right. the Western Conference? That's what he would have said. <laughs> Don't get me started about Skip Bayless. Shouts to Jalen Rose, Look, by the way. That was, I mean, it, it is kind of funny though at this point. Like you're like, oh, it's gonna somehow it's gonna somehow, somehow have nothing to right. do with LeBron. It'll be about LeBron. <laughs> exactly. It's amazing how he does that. So but you think he might go to Oregon? If he goes to Oregon, one, it's a Nike school, right? And LeBron obviously has his own signature shoe line at Nike. He's so got a building sense. named after him on the Nike That's campus. Right. It's not the house that LeBron built, though. No, that would be Michael Jordan. Um, but like that, if Bronny goes to college, in some ways, that would be the natural progression for Bronny. To I go to so. college. Yeah. But like this is the first indication that maybe he wants his own career and to make his own way in the world. I could accept that. I mean, you know how hard it must be to be LeBron James' son anyway? Yeah. Never mind trying to play basketball with LeBron Raymond James. I don't think that that's necessarily a goal that I would have if I was his age. His age. Like, it'd be cool to do for like a summer league. Yeah. It'd be cool to do on like, I don't know, some sort of traveling Nike squad or whatever, but I don't think that in a professional context, that's a little weird. It's not like a baseball team, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. where you're kind of, there's a lot of guys, there's a lot of games, you don't really have to hang out with each other. You're on a basketball team, you're all hanging yeah. out together. That's that's awkward. So I always, I think the children of famous people are really interesting. I went to school with Chelsea Clinton. Right. Okay? That was not a Chelsea brag. Clinton went to the high school up the street from my high school. Okay, so I've, the you know, Sidwell I've, Friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Sidwell I, Friends in D.C. Um, I remember when I went to Stanford, like, there's actually a real quote, if you Lexus next me of uh, when I decided to go to Stanford, uh-huh. I did it right after Chelsea said she was going to Stanford. Okay. <laughs> and I, in the LA Daily News, told my friend Vinny Bonsignora, well, I saw Chelsea going to Stanford and I figured like if it was good enough for the president's <laughs> daughter, it was good enough for me. There's like a real quote somewhere like, like can you imagine high school senior Ramona saying that? I quickly, really did that. Quickly, so when Chelsea Clinton used to go to parties in high school, the Secret Service used to come. Yeah. And so like they would just hang out outside the yeah. front and it was always funny because they couldn't do anything. So yeah. they'd always be getting trashed and like making fun of them. And, yeah. like, they were nice. But no, they, we could always tell they, they were coming because sure they were that, like, yeah. po- like Stanford kids are pretty preppy. Yeah. But these were like uber preppy like slightly older kids and you're like oh that's, right. that's Chelsea right. Chelsea's here okay. Clinton this is fun this is good this yeah. is good I am rushing to Bank of California Stadium how fast to are you going to go with Beto I'm getting on the train so oh. that's what I'm going to do yeah that's a very east coast thing exactly well, to get it on works. the train it was, it was Briones' idea so. yeah more of us should do that right Laura do. how you doing I'm sorry I was checking down the oh, line okay. at LAFC oh. you're not going to go though you didn't get invited no 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 I didn't get the invite neither did Lindsay and I alright Momo see why <laughs> goodbye so I don't cap ESPN LA